Ask the Podcast Coach for October 14th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it is Saturday. It is time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from theschoolofpodcasting.com. And joining me right over there, he's back. The one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. And big thanks to Larry and Craig who filled in for did a Did a great job. I listened to, got about halfway through the show on my podcast listening. And they did a, they got me thinking a lot about AI. Maybe we'll chat some about that today. But big thanks to them as well. Yeah, it was uh, every time I'm around Larry, I'm like... Wait, it does what? It will do my laundry and take out the trash? I'm like, I got to learn more about this chat GPT thing. So, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. And, um, yeah, yeah he's, very smart. And, and the red hat thing, we we're talking about that. He, he put on a red hat and somebody said, why are you wearing somebody else's um, brand? And, and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could just go buy a red hat. And he did. And, now he's like, anytime you see a guy with a red hat, you're like, oh, I bet that's Larry. And he's like, mm -hmm. it, it's a super simple, easy branding thing that instantly, uh, you know, pops out in what he's known for, where some people are known for liking coffee, you know, and, um, you know, like that guy right there with his, his mug from Dan. And of course, that, uh, that lovely coffee pour is brought to you by Mark over at... Uh, podcastbranding.co because you know they see you before they hear you and uh, the beauty of Mark is that he is not only a podcaster which comes in handy but he's also an award winning graphic artist and so if you need a PDF, if you need album artwork for your podcast if you need a whole stinking website, the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle you can say, Mark, give me the kit and caboodle, and he will sit down with you one-on-one. -on -one. You're not going to get that on Fiverr. He's going to listen to your show and make sure that everything you know, is in alignment, hence the whole name Podcast Branding, so that when people come to your site, they know what's going on there, they know what to do, and you look phenomenal. So uh, if you want something to look good, if you want your podcast to stand out, there's only one place to go, and that, of course, is Podcast Branding. Dot co. When you go over there, be sure to tell him that Dave and Jim sent you. Dave, you're getting really good on that copy edit or that copy read of hitting it, hit the timing. It's it's practice, right? That's that's what it is. Big thanks to our good friend Dan Lefebvre over there, based on a true story at based on a true story podcast.com. This week, episode 278, he's covering Eight Men Out 1942, Conquest of Paradise. And then, Dave, did you see this one? The right stuff. Do you remember that one coming out? Did you ever did you ever oh, see that? That was right? about the astronauts, right? But yeah. also, yeah. what was the song? Who was that? Backstreet Boys, the right stuff. Mm, baby, I don't know. you turn me on. You got well, the right stuff. Go. Okay, thank you well, so he, much. He, he's covering the movie. By yes. The way. Anyway, he's not if singing. You, if you uh, Dan does a great job, check it out today. Based on a true story podcast.com. And thanks for your Dan. Thanks for your sponsorship. And the mug holds out well. I actually use this for my happy hour with Wait, Ed Sullivan as well. There you go. And uh, it, it, it so it makes its way out to the shed. And it's just a great mug. So, Dan, thank you. Appreciate there you it. go. 
See, that's the other thing. Not to give Mark a second plug, but let's give Mark a second plug. He, mm-hmm. You can say, look, I'm looking for a logo. I'm looking for you know artwork, but it also has to work on a T-shirt. Yeah. That's something you have to think about. I actually, speaking of that, speaking well, of swag. T-shirt, mugs, stickers. Well, I mean, you got to think about all those. Do you and, think they should be different? Do, do, do you think like your logo, if you're thinking of, those are three very different platforms. When we think of your T-shirt, a yeah. mug, and a sticker, right? Do you, do you go with a different logo for each one of those to optimize the platform that you have or there? Or I don't know, your thoughts? That's true. Because um, in some cases, the logo, like think of the Rolling Stones, their giant tongue works on everything pretty much. So uh, that's a good one. Because I mean, here, if you're an awesome supporter, I sent out a thing this week. If you want one of these, you can now have, let me go up here. And yes, you can have your own awesome supporter uh coaster that's nice that so, is a nice i like the black yeah I, you know I, I was trying to figure out what to to put behind it um yeah. and then this one in this case this is for mark over at podcast branding so i signed it so nice um nice. So if you uh if you're an awesome supporter you you'll see there's an email that went out uh via patreon and it's like hey if you want one you know email me and give me your address and i will uh go over and do that so Hey, uh, Tim, go ahead. You look like well, I was going to say, yeah, just, just one more thing as we think about wrapping that subject up. I think, you know, what you do with your art from a lettering standpoint makes mm. a difference because if you get a bunch of letters, listen, you've had a t-shirt that's got like, yeah, uh, you know, a, an encyclopedia across the front of it, right? Yeah. And that may or may, depending, it may, may be good. It may not be good, right? As you think about that transferring to art, if it's going to get really small, boy, you're going to have to come up with a version of it that translates on small things as well as large. So I think that's just, this is that area where Mark helps because yeah. he he's thinking through like he, he would be, he'd probably create something for you. And then if you went to him later and said, Hey, I'm going to do these little small buttons. Remember buttons got popular oh, again yeah. for a while. I'm going to do a small button. He might want to think about redesigning that, not redesigning it, but taking your existing design and making a smaller, a smaller representation for you. So uh, just some thoughts when you think about brand and, and getting it on all those things. Well, Daniel has a point here. I, I figured out that there's no way to bring in comments without covering up somebody's name here. Um, oh, that's right. Cover up my we'll name. Live. It doesn't matter. Just, just cover up. <laughs> there you, we there you know, go. Jim, there we go. Um, <laughs> Daniel says, same logo, maybe light versus dark variation. That's the other thing you want to think about. In some cases, you want to see if you have a really super bright logo, what does this look like in black and white? Because sometimes, you know, the colored ink is empty. Um, maybe uh, also some layout adjustments for the item's unique shape. Yep, that's all that's in there, uh, you know, when you think about it. Um, also, Dan had a great point uh, talking about the right stuff. He says, uh, I can guarantee uh, we do not talk about the Backstreet Boys on that episode. So, all right. I don't know who that's. He, is. he also says down there, as with most, Dan says, yeah. Dan, with most things, the answer is it depends. That, yeah, that's, that's why it. the designer like Mark is great to figure it out and give you the opinions. Uh, you give you options that work everywhere. And that's the key, right? Thinking through of like, okay, where am I putting this? And then how are people's eyes going to find it? What? what's going to draw them to it? So it's more, I think you and I, that's the multi-dimensional aspect of design. I think you and I think two-dimensional, which is like, oh, some pictures and some words. I think a designer thinks three-dimensional and they think, 
how's this going to land on somebody's eyeballs? Yeah. When they see it. Yeah. Um, Chris has an idea for my next t-shirt. Um, just have it say Dave Jackson should just be podcasting (laughs) colon. It depends. That's really it. Yeah, that is good. It's the answer to everything. It depends. Well, uh, speaking of depends, I, I, Mm. Uh, well, not, no, not that kind of depends. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're drinking coffee. Um, so, you know, okay. Um, I, I, there was something said at a conference I went to and it, it really triggered me big time. And since then I've had some other people go, yeah, but so here, here is the thing. Um, does having a, an, a sponsor on your show make you legit? Oh, oh, yeah. Because so, originally I wanted to rush the stage because this is why. This was one side of it was how dare you say that. There are plenty of people that are making phenomenal podcasts that impact their audience in a positive way. And they don't want to make money with their podcast. Because to me, that's what makes a, a, show, a show legit is when it accomplishes what you set out for it to do. Like you're accomplishing your why, then it's legit. And I was like, yep, okay. And, but it makes me sound very anti-ad. And then somebody said, yeah, but let's say you, you have a small audience, and but you have you know 2,000 downloads a month. I think that's like the absolute minimum you can do programmatic ads. And yeah, see, this is where we get into this talk. Dan says, how do you define legit? And, and again, of course, it depends. That might be the title of this episode. It depends. <laughs> uh, but if you heard as a listener, you're listening to a show, wow, it just came out. They're on episode, you know, whatever, 17, and they got Ford or Progressive Insurance as a sponsor. From a listener standpoint, do you think they're more legit? And I was like, hum. And I I was like, I don't know. That might be a a good one to toss out on Ask the Podcast Coach. I think it does add some credibility in the sense Sort of <laughs> in the sense that someone else is endorsing they've, if it's a paid ad <laughs> yeah. and not an affiliate, right? This is where it's, I think, a little bit different. I can say this episode sponsored by HelloFresh, right? right? Which, which has a great affiliate program. And um, does that mean they sponsored me? No, that means I picked them to be a, an affiliate should probably use those words, not use affiliate and sponsored interchangeably, but uh, folks do. And I probably have to. Um, but if you, if indeed you've sold an ad, you know, we've, you and I, though we do two ads up front, both of those are sold ads. Do they add credibility? Well, both Mark and Dan are willing to put their names on the show and they've, they've paid to put their names on the show. I, 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 I don't like that word legit. Yeah, but that's, I do. I do like maybe it adds a little bit of credibility. I guess it depends on how you handle the sponsor too. You know, oh, if you do a that's Laporte, true. right? If you're Leo Laporte and you do a four minute ad, <laughs> now that's great for his sponsors. <laughs> they love that, yeah. and they, and that's part of his gig, right? But mm. I go 30, 30, 30, yes, 30 exactly. It's like no, thank you. Um, speaking of of Leo's ads, did you see where? certain uh, technology now. It's kind of like ad blockers, but for audio. Mm. And the problem is, as you might imagine, um, they're blocking the whole show. 
uh, the guy from Overcast was saying, hey, Twit uses this kind of blah, blah, blah. And if you're using this in your, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, that could be a problem. The other thing that I I can't wait for, because it's been announced that Google Podcasts is going away. And, of course, you see your Google Podcasts in your media host, right? That's an app. It's, you know, that whole nine yards. And there's been talk that YouTube is going to ingest RSS feeds. Well, that's a fancy word to say. We're going to start hosting them. Not as a host, but if you want to pull your show into YouTube music, uh, you can do that via RSS feed. So I was like, wait a minute. That means the downloads that used to come into your media host are not, right? They're going to be, you're going to get those stats from YouTube music in some way or another, unless there's some sort of API that let us pull that in there, which would be awful. That's how Spotify was at the beginning. For those of us that forget, there used to be your at your stats and then your Spotify stats. And they had an API and it was a pain in the butt. But I was just like, oh, that means if nobody's paying attention sometime in 2024, you're going to have a, I don't know, anywhere from two to 5% dip in your numbers. If your audience goes to, you know, uh, it doesn't go to YouTube music or whatever. They don't, they don't, whatever. They just quit using YouTube. They're not going to change though. They're not going to change. Like most people aren't going to have a podcast player and they're like, Oh great. Uh, Ask the podcast coaches now on YouTube. I'm going to resubscribe to it over there. They're already subscribed to it. I, yeah, I just don't, I don't see, I just wish Google and those, our friends at yeah. YouTube would employ maybe one person who knows what they're doing with podcasting like that. Maybe he's done a podcast or it's thought about a podcast yeah, or has done something in the industry on podcasting. It just seems like they keep coming to these decisions being, I'm being probably too hard on them, but maybe not. Um, it, they come to these decisions with very little knowledge of what's actually happening in the industry. I mean, making a mistake like ingesting an RSS feed and pulling in and hosting the file. Listen, YouTube, I get that's your video strategy. I get it. it that works for you. Right. But that's not a it's not a podcasting thing. You know, it's it's uh, th- let me give you an example. This week, Spreaker changed their landing page for the podcast. So if you host on Spreaker, and you go to the Spreaker host page for your podcast. It used to list, like PodPage does now, it used to list all the players that it was available on. So you'd have a Apple Podcasts, you'd have a Google, you know, Spotify, you'd have these links. And if somebody landed on that page, then they click the button on their phone or even on their on their computer, it would take them directly to that app and where they could subscribe. It was awesome. Uh, this week, I went out there and looked at it and it was gone. And, I, and all that's there. Guess guess what? Guess the only icon that's left, Dave, if you think they left one, Spreaker left one. What do you think the one app they left was? I would think, if I remember right, iHeart. Aren't they owned by iHeart? It, well, or they've got something with it. No, it's their own app, Like, oh, it, which course. makes sense. Right. So I get in chat, and I'm like, hey, guys, yeah. what's going on? Where did the things go? And they're yeah. like, Oh, yeah, we made a strategic decision to really promote our own app. app. And so those were removed. And it makes sense. But you're like, that's not the spirit of podcasting. No, it's not. (laughs) 
we're all in this thing together, right? And you were doing a great job. My listeners, like when they find my show, they want to listen on their podcast app of choice. And I get why you're doing that. They could have put it, they could have made it front and center. They could have made it bigger than everything else. They could have said plays better on whatever, but removing the functionality that had been there before bad on you Spreaker. like that that's a bad i told them that in chat i was like this is not a good move did you say I, who do you think you are spotify <laughs> i should have or I Pod did not. Bean? no podbean's another I mention, one i think i did mention you know spotify did this it didn't it didn't work out really well for him so you know, sometimes they got to find that stuff out themselves but youtube makes those kinds of decisions too where you're like hey could could you just Ask somebody who's been podcasting for a while what, you know, get a consultant if that's what you need to do. Because I know what they do. They develop these teams and then they think they fill them with people who think they know what the space is doing. And you're like, and I don't want to be, listen, I'm not, I try not to be that old guy, get off my lawn. Right. But, oh, but it's fun. Yeah, I know, but it just drives me nuts when they, they make these decisions. You don't give functionality out to your users and then take it away to promote your Oh, that that does not go right. well. No. 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 Yeah. It's bad, 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 bad. Bad on you, Spreaker. Well, we do have a question from Coach Dave, and uh, we get to point at the top of the screen. Um, says, do you guys have room on the show? We, we have room. To, if you haven't figured this out, we go wherever you guys want to go uh, to help me fix an RSS feed hosting management problem. Uh, I have a diagram. Uh, so, you know, uh, ask the podcast coach.com slash question. Uh, pop on in if you want to do that or or just. I don't know if that makes the most riveting, like troubleshooting an RSS feed. feed. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know but, if that makes uh, the most riveting audio content. Um, so. uh, the Z-Man has a question. He said, one of the podcasts I listen to has the most annoying dynamic ad from Spotify. It just blurts in at the most Silent times, uh, can that be fixed with Libsyn? Well, dynamic ads with the most silliest time. That is, that's a dynamic issue. Um, and this is where things get a little sticky for Dave. So I, I, Libsyn has a dynamic version. It's called Libsyn Pro. It is uh, much more expensive than, say, Buzzsprout. I don't know if Buzzsprout has the ability to manually pick where your ads go. Now, with Libsyn and their auto ads, which is programmatic ads, you get to pick where the ads go. Um, but that's the whole not $25 CPM more. And I'm not really sure. And every time I ask, can I get a CPM to quote on programmatic ads, they always somewhat change the subject because usually it is not – Phenomenal. It's it's better than a poke in the eye kind of money. But there are programmatic ads from Libsyn. And those, you could pick where they, they go. Uh, I always say, make sure your audio is matching, you know, the typical level. I think it's minus 16 luffs, minus 19 if it's mono, so that there isn't a big volume swell. And hopefully, whoever's making the dynamic ads knows podcasting, going back to that. Uh, but yeah, Libsyn could, if you're going for programmatic ads, yeah, Libsyn could do this, but also, and that's just your, you know, $20 plan or whatever it is. Um, if you want to do your own dynamic stuff though, that's where Libsyn is more expensive and that's where you can get into the captivates and the buzz sprouts of the, the world. Uh, Blueberry now has the ability to do a pre-roll. Um, and I, I don't know if you, I think you have to go to their enterprise solution to go to that, but, uh, that's again, and, and ads, 
kind of only work when you're popular. Um, but uh, yeah, so just be careful with that when it comes to the the audio quality. Um, uh, Chris said, uh, speaking of ads, that uh, I'm constantly getting the ads at the beginning of some of my favorite podcasts. So skip, 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 listen. That that can't be effective for anyone. I always, you know, when I, I don't think Joe Rogan does it anymore. Now Joe Rogan just interrupts about every four minutes with an ad. I don't really listen to Joe Rogan, but when I do, it's kind of like, oh, here's, you know, and it's again, it's in a really weird spot because they're not planned. Joe's not going, hey, we'll talk more about, you know, whatever right after this. There's none of that. So all of a sudden, you know, Joe's going along and all of a sudden there's somebody's talking and then there's, and now, you know, oh, it's oh, okay, it's just, now, okay, stop. Oh, well, well, I'll turn that down. Um, <laughs> it's not time for Jim to, oh, that's a power rant. Well, we, I, I could do that now. But anyway, yeah, dynamic stuff is always tricky. I know that's when I started using, in Hindenburg, there's a master track and I started putting a, a fairly decent limiter to make sure that my audio quality was a little more. Uh, didn't have as many peaks and valleys so that, and then I do the same thing for my ads so that in theory, um, you know, it's, it's there. So do you, do you run into any weird, do you listen to any shows that all of a sudden my, my favorite ever was Jay Moore interviewing Sugar Ray Leonard. And he's like, so sugar, who was, who hit you the hardest? And he's like, oh man, he goes, I never will forget it. And, and I, I think he even said that was, and then literally a Geico commercial came in. I was like, I'm like, on one hand, that's horrible placement. On the other hand, I'm going to sit through this because I want to hear the end of that answer. But, um, you know, I know some people like the Z-Man are like, man, it's so annoying. So I, I don't know that I listen to any shows with the only, I don't. The only one I, don't. I listen to is Jordan Harbinger. And Jordan Harbinger is so good at ads that, A, he always kind of promotes – that by listening to this ad, you are supporting the show. And in fact, he always says buying those things helps him. And he, it's always like they'll be talking about, I don't know, whatever it is, um, some food that, that makes you uh, break out in something. And he'd be like, hey, you know what doesn't make you break out? Our awesome sponsors that did the show. And then it's it's literally he has he, – he hits all the bullet points. He usually ties in something to make it personal and in the immortal words of James Brown, he hit it and quit it. Like he, he gets in, gets out, and then there's like two, and they're quick. And that, that's the thing I think that really drives me nuts. There was a study, and so let's say there was was a minute of ads. If you do two 30-second ads, okay, you get a certain response. If you do four 15-second ads, it's more adverse because people keep thinking, well, surely he's going to come back now. And then here's another ad. And okay, well, it's a, a, even though it's the same amount of time. So that's where I think stacking ads uh, can, can some cases, A, increase the, if you go into Apple Podcasts and look, you're going to have that big dip where people are hitting the old, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, Chris says that um, ad smacks just show that the host has less regard for the, see, that's me. At a certain point, I'm like, you know, and I was really worried. I started um, the the Osbournes are back with a podcast, so Kelly, Jack, Ozzy, um, and uh, Sharon, and Sharon has admitted she went on that that um, I think it's Ozempic, which was funny because when Ozempic first came out, um, it's a, a diabetes drug, and then the side effect is it kind of makes you lose weight. 
It also causes your stomach to kind of just quit working. That's slowly coming. It's funny because that's been reported and yet it's not being reported because, you know, that's the sponsor. We don't want to like, oh, 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 it's horrible. But yeah, so Shannon has said she needs to eat a sandwich because she she went on that and it kind of worked too good for weight loss. <laughs> but uh, why was I talking about the Osbournes? Um, oh, they started Ads. off. They started off and I was really worried because they do. They almost tried to introduce a subject. One was what animal was this having sex? And they'd play the sound effect. That was a fun game. Yeah. Um, and then they went into better help um, or whatever the typical ad was. And I was like, Oh, is this going to be one of those where every four minutes it's an ad? And I was happily surprised they had one ad and it was somewhere in the first five minutes. And then from there, it was just a lot of, you know, Aussie. And that's always fun. Um, but I was, uh, Here's another fun one. It's when we talk about is your show video first or audio first? Theirs is definitely video first because they did a whole episode based on user feedback on all of their dogs. And so think about this, Jim. If I told you about my one dog partial and then later we had uh, Butch, um, we had Butch the Wondersleeze, we've had Gonzo and Sarah, you know, it's like talking about relatives you don't know. And so even via video, I was like, why are you talking about your dogs? Um, but at least on video, they had pictures of the dogs. Audio-wise, I was like, wow, this is really wasting a lot of my my time. So be careful. There's people who love that stuff. Oh, that's like, what they I, said. They're All the dog lovers were like, talk about your dogs. And I was like, no. Really? That stuff works. It's crazy. It's not our, listen, it's not our target, but yeah. it, it does work, right? I mean, that's where knowing your audience and what they like about you and what are the things you talk about. I mean, I, back in the day, I used to talk a lot about Drobo, right? The, oh, yeah. The, the, the Drobo thing. Swap out the and drives. The, yeah. Yeah. Swap out the drives. Super easy. Super easy. NAS was slow. It had some problems, but they're gone now. Um, the, and in the chat room, every time I said the word Drobo, the, the audience would put dollar signs started by one guy and he, you know, I'd say Drobo and then dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, you know, just in the chat and that became a thing. Right. And that lasted for like, I don't know, three, four, five years, maybe. Yeah. In fact, to the point now, if I could still say it on my show, I haven't said it five years, I could say it again and someone would remember to put dollar signs in the chat, right? So there are these things, these, these, you know, things that your audience will engage with that's about you that from the outside, you know, some of you listening today are like dollar signs. What, why, why would that, what, why does that, why? Well, drobos were expensive, right? That was yeah. their way of, that was their way of saying, yeah, I'm not going to pay you the premium. They were Apple kind of expensive, right? For, for their day. So, um, you'll have those things that are unique to your podcast, to your audience, and uh, not everybody's going to get them. You know, and somehow the dogs work. I, again, Dave, you and I don't care about dogs. Right. We don't care about the Osborne's dogs. Yeah. We just don't. But there, there are plenty of people who do. I mean, just think about think about the craziness that's going on with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey right now. Oh. That. Right. I mean, talk about two worlds colliding. <laughs> like, <laughs> how crazy. All these people in the NFL are like, oh, look, Taylor Swift finally found oh, somebody famous. And, and then and they're the laughing. Are like, yeah. They're laughing all <laughs> yeah. the way to the bank, too. 
You oh, know the mean? NFL. Roger Goodell has hit like he thinks he's hit the jackpot yeah. on this. He it, never in his life did he ever think he would get access to the Swifties, yeah. who would start watching NFL football, right? Because. NFL, the football game is there to sell the advertising. Right. That's why, that's why they play football. That's, let's just be really clear about that. Right. So, yeah. And the, um, that guy's Jersey went through the roof. Like everybody's buying his Jersey, his podcast that he does with his brother was going there. I'm like, how can I date Taylor Swift? I want to date Taylor Swift. So, um, Jason, Jason Kelsey, his brother, who's this, who's the center for the Eagles is like, I don't know what's going on. He, you know, he, he, I don't know what's going on here. I don't want anything to do with this. So, yeah. um, how crazy, how crazy is the, are, are those kinds of things, but you gotta, you gotta, I mean, and I think that's one of those things of podcasting. You, you may have a breakout moment like that in your podcast and you absolutely need to take advantage of it when it does happen. I'll be interested to see if the advertising changes, like, are we going to start seeing, ads not so much for beer and boner pills but like something that <laughs> that uh which i think is a band ladies and gentlemen beer and boner pills thank you um it's uh but are we going to see more like fashion oriented and makeup and you know cuz that's uh, that would be interesting um chris chris has a point about ads he goes do you think that some of this feeling that we've kind of enjoyed uh you know we we've had no ads for so long and the fact that you know, now we have ads, you know, so there's the ad elephant in the room. He says, I'm okay with ads, but just be tactical and considerate. I know uh, Todd Cochran over at uh, Geek News Central, uh, he said that, you know, I, I can't no more than uh, put no more than uh, two ads in my show. Because uh, if I do three, they, they start tuning out. It's not going to work. So I don't do that. But that's really it. Uh, y- you know, you have to know your audience and, and watch that because there is a point where, uh, you know, uh, Jason has a great point. If she was dating the other brother, uh, Philly fans would throw batteries at Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine dating Taylor Swift just from the A, just never ending, mm-hmm. just, come, you know, the paparazzi and all, and B, the security. Like, she's got right. security 24-7. Yeah. Like, she has security guys that live in her house because of stalkers and things like that. So... Yeah, they had yeah. to sneak her out one time. In she was living in New York, and they had to sneak her out in a speaker box so she could get out of she could get out of her apartment. I think she disappeared for a year at that point. Nobody, I mean, not wow. nobody, but she kind of she kind of went away uh, where where folks couldn't find her. Yeah, that's that that kind of life. We've talked about that here. Some people wish for those kinds of things. Oh, I wish. No, you don't. No, yeah. not in your worst, not in your worst nightmare. Those. Being ultra famous, well, it never ends well for any of them. You, you never look at a and like, oh, they're a well-adjusted celebrity. You never yeah. say that about them. Well, you know, they're, so. the uh, the one Beatles movie, I think it's called Eight Days a Week, um, that Ron Howard did, and he talks about how George Harrison they would they would hide them in an ambulance to get them out, and he said, so you're in this big metal box on wheels. And he goes, and then they're kind of speeding out to get out of there. And so the Beatles are bouncing around like, you know, in the back. And and George was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. Like, I'm just, yeah. let's, uh, enough with the touring thing. This is, and the fact that, uh, it, of course, this is back in the 60s. But he, he was saying, if you weren't standing within 10 feet of that stage, you couldn't hear a thing we we're playing. He's like, so we're, we're standing on a stage playing music that nobody can hear and then getting the snot beat out of us trying to leave and yeah so it's always fun 
But, uh, well, speaking of, of fans and getting people to the show, you changed some things at, at Gallup um, with your, yeah, we, your live stuff. We we did Eventbrite. <laughs> if you, anybody's using Eventbrite, they have drastically changed their pricing structure. Mm. Some of it, I think, being fed. I mean, the pandemic was hard on Eventbrite. You talk about mm. a company that was, you know, most of their revenue at the time was coming from in-person events. Eventbrite only charged uh, if you charged for your event. If it was a free event, you could post it on there for free. And so all of our podcasts are free. And so for years now, geez, five, six years, maybe more, seven, we've we've standardized on Eventbrite at Gallup for, for our events. Well, that as of September, that pricing structure has changed. It's now $50 an event <laughs> to regardless. Oh, uh, yes. Just a little and bit I, of a change. Yeah, a little, a little, it's, it, it, <laughs> it got, it got a little steep. Now you, I think you can buy a $90 a month subscription, something like that. You don't quote me on the prices, but where you can get unlimited. So they're obviously pushing people to the unlimited plan, right? They want to get that subscription, you know, that subscription money. They figured out too, like charging by event and doing, you know, it, it's a, it's a tough revenue model because, you, you can't, you kind of can't bank on anything. And then of course, when things like the pandemic happen, your subscription, that, that your revenue just drops off the cliff. Hmm. So they made that change in September and we just kind of decided, uh, we're not going to use this anymore. That's not yeah. for, for what we're doing it for. There's, we, we don't see the value in that. So we made the switch to just start advertising directly. So in StreamYard, when I create an event now, we're going to stream live both on YouTube, not both, but on YouTube and on LinkedIn Live, which we had been doing for a while. What and I'm, I've kind of taken a, a page out of your book, Dave. You kind of started doing this. I watched you do it, and then I thought, oh, maybe we could do some multi-streaming better that way. I thought it would confuse our audience because the more choices you give them, the more confusion there is. Uh, do I watch this on Facebook or LinkedIn? And you're like, yes, yes, like, you do. I know, but which? But which one? <laughs> the one that works best for you. I know. Can you just, but, but yeah. are you going to say something on LinkedIn that you're not going to say on Facebook? They're the same. That's the kind of audience I have. It's the same thing. If I give them choices, they don't want to miss anything. So they get, they, they get confused, right? I thought maybe that would be a problem. So, and we just, we just made this change. So I've got some, I've got still have some data to come in. But Friday, we did our first try platform. Try? Yeah. Try platform broadcast, LinkedIn live, YouTube live, um, uh, uh, Facebook live, and doubled our audience just in the first, just in the first of, of watching live, right? Yeah. And I got a lot more feedback via LinkedIn Messenger because we had done it on LinkedIn live. People mm. knew, could click on my name and then give me some feedback, right, on it. So... While I'm resisting the urge, it was nice to have one place for them to go. And they still want that. You know, they're like, can't you just make an online calendar where I can go? And, you know, right. you're like, oh. Um, that's another thing, by the way. <laughs> Ever, listen, everybody wants the thing. They're like, I want, can't you just standardize it on one thing? And please make sure that one thing is the one thing I like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what they're really saying, right? That's when your audience is telling you that they're saying, fix it. And make it work for me. I don't care if it works for anybody else. Right. I want it to work for me. Because any smart um, people would be doing it the way I'm doing it. So I'm the exactly, best. Yeah. 
Yeah, and don't <laughs> confuse me with other places. Like, and and you know, it's like my mom used to say when my when my brothers would annoy me, she would say, "Ignore them." And I and I want to say to them, just ignore those other places. Yeah. And they'll, they'll they say, "Yeah, yeah," but there might be something there that I don't get over here. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the exact yeah. same thing. It's the same thing. So. um we, uh, I, I did one event, learned some things about it. We're going to structure the way we do the invites just a little bit different for the, I have a whole series of things coming out of here at the end of November and December. Nice. Give me some good practice to figure some stuff out. But yeah, so that was a good, that was a good positive, uh, I think a good positive move. We did leave about 4,000 subscribers over at Eventbrite that had mm. signed up for for alert notifications when we posted over there. I will do some things there to notify them to say, like I put up a fake event that says, hey, we've moved. Yeah. Come over here, you know, a, a type deal. Sign so up to this email list to... Uh, they do get free events that are 25 people or less. And that didn't work for us. Like that, that I, I don't, I, I don't want to misrepresent, misrepresent what's going on over there. You can still put free events out there. You can only have 25 tickets or less associated with it. Well, I, I was, I was worried that if I put it at 25 and as soon as I got someone who the 26th person, I would get an email from them that says, Hey, I tried to register and I couldn't. And is it closed? And why are you blocking me? And does this mean I'm not in the community oh, anymore? You know, you know, that, 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 that concern that you get when somebody can't do something online. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that. Fine. So yeah, no, it was okay. It was, it was a good, listen, this is, you know, multi-streaming, restreaming, whatever you yeah. want to call it. It's not a new thing, but. Yeah. To take a bigger audience like we have and move them to it is a little bit of a challenge. And I've spent some time communicating with them through all those channels to say, hey, we're we're intentionally doing this. I want your feedback on it. And then here's how to do it. And I may even lead some sessions. I may do a fall or in the winter a session like, hey, let's just get together. I'll teach you all the different ways you can do this. You can just pick one. You know, so for those that are confused or for those who want to figure it out, for those that want to optimize, just kind of walk them through the new ways. There you go. Well, are you, are you ready, Jim? We're going to trans we're going to transport into three person view. And while oh, no, nobody's here. Well, that's good. I thought I had we'll, we'll drag everybody in. There we go. The one and only coach Dave. How are you, buddy? Hi, guys. Yeah, I, I gotta keep myself centered. That's here it. It's, it's me. I'm like, oh, now I have to move. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what can we help you with? Well, first of all, I I took the opportunity while I was in the green room to clock you guys from the live to the broadcast, and mm -hmm. there's a 15 second delay there. There we go. Yeah, I was wondering what that was last time when I I think it was like two weeks ago we talked about that. But I've come in with an example of what not to do with podcasting. Yay. Yeah, I've got a problem I've got to solve, and um, I'm not exactly sure how to go about doing it. So if I were to uh, sort of take you back in the time machine and history and uh, step you into what it is that, that, uh, that I've walked into is I've got a podcast that I've taken over uh, maybe four months ago. It started on Podbean. Okay. And so what they did is they went for the free version of the platform and they, and then they started their feed there. Well, somebody decided that Podbean wasn't good anymore and they wanted to move it to Blueberry. Okay. 
And so instead of shutting down Podbean, they stood up Blueberry. Right. And then they decided, well, they really want it to be on PowerPress. So they stopped Blueberry. It's just kind of sitting there receiving a feed from PowerPress. Podbean now has a 301 redirect into, uh, let's see, into PowerPress. Okay. And I want to do the whole thing on PodPage. Okay. With Blueberry in the background as the host. Okay. So, um, so the Podbean thing is a non-issue now because it's redirected to PowerPress. So what you do is in, in Blueberry, in their, their dashboard. Hmm. No. We are talking about, let me make sure I'm clear. We, PowerPress is the plugin. Yeah. Blueberry still hosting it. It's not. Yeah. It's, the, it's just there. You're using the power. You created the RSS feed using the PowerPress plugin right. for WordPress. Because you right? can you can tie the PowerPress into WordPress. It's actually really cool. You can upload right there. When you go into PowerPress, it's like connect to Blueberry. You put your login name and password, and presto, uh, everything should be there. So you right. can you can take the RSS feed from PowerPress, and in theory, uh, throw that into PodPage. Yeah, that's, so that's work. that's kind of where I started with yeah. this, and I am now going to post the link in that. Is it best for me to post it in the chat room so you can see this? Uh, you won't be able to. The link won't show for you in the chat yeah, room. Yeah, if you put Art it in, chat room, you put it in the in, chat room. Yeah, yeah, if you see the interview yeah. chat, we should be able to see that. Nope, I don't have up, an interview. Chat. Upper right, upper right corner up here oh, should be oh, a yeah. comments and a guest chat up there. Oh, is there Got a it. guest chat? Yeah. Yeah, oh. there's guest chat just between us. You should be able to drop the link there. You st- the, the audience just won't be able to see it. And then I can paste well, maybe it in theory. It would be easier for you guys to see the diagram so you can. Okay, so I see. Dave, how many how many podcasts? Oh, I'm not centered. How many podcasts does this, do they have? Sounds like just Well, one. this is one podcast. This is one show. So no, no, this how, is. Yeah, go sorry. Ahead. How many episodes? How many episodes do they have? <laughs> 17 and it's how many what kind of downloads are they getting we can't even tell because they had the free platforms and there's no stats on them and then when they moved them twice and so what i'm trying to do is basically simplify everything yeah and i'm thinking i'm just going to start the feed over again yeah yeah i'd burn I'm it to the ground start, and start over just burn it to the ground and i'm going to put straight to the ground and start over yeah yeah for that listen if it's that few you could do some things, put put out an episode to say, hey, we're going to reestablish RS feed. Come to the site here to do these kinds of things. But you, you well, and you figure out what you want to do. But at some point, if it gets so convoluted and moved around, as Dave is showing here, you know, you're like, it may make sense just to <laughs> tear it down, reestablish it the way you want to do it from the very beginning. And then you'll have to do some active work to get your listeners back. But if you didn't have that many to begin with, it may be a good, it may be a lot easier just to start over. Yeah, I I would, yeah, I, I would also talk to Mike Dell over at Blueberry because I'm pretty sure there's a way to pull the episodes from Blueberry into PowerPress, which would then put it on your website. And then you could use the PowerPress feed to throw into, um, yeah, that thing, uh, into well, PodPage. So you're going to take the PowerPress feed and put it right into PodPage. That's because that's the feed they they have chosen to use. So 
That's the one that's good. Because if I'd have, this is where we need Mike Dell. Because I don't believe when you use PowerPress, there is a feed in Blueberry, just like there's a Libsyn feed, right? Um, and you can use the Libsyn feed, or if you're using WordPress and PowerPress, you can use the PowerPress feed. Yeah, that that answers that question. the The Blueberry feed in Blueberry is not the same as it's not. They don't sync. So um, yes, because I use Blueberry for oh, I forget what show best podcasting gear. And so I use, but I don't use PowerPress. So I just, you know, that's the problem. They want to use PowerPress. I, I would say that would be it. Wait. So if they're going to use pod page, they don't need WordPress. So I would, I would put that's where I'm leaning. Yeah. What I'm leaning towards is getting all of the media files out of the media. Um, what do you call that media manager thing? that's in the back of WordPress. Yeah. Pulling those out, treating those files, loading them up, starting a brand new feed inside of Blueberry, and then using the Blueberry feed to then go back out to iTunes, actually go into uh, PodPage, and then out to iTunes, and then just use the Blueberry platform to promulgate to all the different channels. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, that would work. And that that way, look, PowerPress is a brilliant plugin. I'm just not a huge, that means there always is a chance of a, you know, plug-in conflict and updates and WordPress hacks. And I'm like, I, that, I, that's just a Dave thing. I don't want my podcast. I don't want the basement of my podcast to be based on WordPress. I don't trust it. It's a brilliant, I mean, the school of podcasting is on WordPress for now. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So I love WordPress PowerPress. I had used it for my last show. Mm -hmm. And what I was doing was I was using Libsyn as the host and I'd always load the files up into Libsyn after they've been treated. And yep. then I'd take the link out of Libsyn and just drop it into uh, my WordPress. Yeah. Yep. That's what I do for the, uh, I don't use, I use the Libsyn feed. And then I, um, I use, it's weird because I use Hanny's, Hanny Moore's, um, oh, I forget his plugin. But if you go to the school of podcasting, that that's a plugin and it uses PowerPress to make their player. So I, I take the, the MP3 link, I put it into PowerPress, which then triggers this other plugin to put the player, their player, which has a thing for newsletters and all sorts of stuff. Um, I forget Hanny's tool, but um, yeah. Is there a universe, is there a universe where PowerPress and pod page would exist sort of side by side, or is it better just to turn one of them off and just, if I want to go with power, with pod page, just go with that. Yeah. Simple podcast presses that. Thank you, Daniel. Um, you could set up PowerPress as a subdomain. So podcast.yourwebsite.com. Your website.com has PowerPress, which again is kind of weird though, because you still have to put it in PowerPress, which is going to go on the WordPress site, which will then put it on the, yeah. So no, not really. Cause PowerPress is based on WordPress and pod page is not, is a WordPress replacement. So you can, ahead. I mean, you can still have both, right? You can still publish to both. And I, you know, I self host and I use WordPress and PowerPress to do that. That's my main feed. Uh, RSS comes from all of that. And then I let PodPage know here's my RSS, RSS feed. And when I publish something new, it shows up in, in PodPage. I redirect homegadgetgeeks.com over to PowerPress. I'm sorry, over to PodPage. So when I tell people, like, hey, go to homegadgetgeeks.com, it's actually going to PodPage because I love that landing page for just for what it does. But 
I don't want to, I didn't want to do a whole other website just in pod page. So I kept the average guy.tv, which is the WordPress site, right? So you can do, there's some creative things uh, by sure, using different both. domain. Yeah. Yeah. There's some creative ways to do that. Just got to think through it, right? And and make sure you know what your strategy is on that. But it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can do both and just be creative about it in, in what you're doing. Some people would say, since you're posting the show notes in pod page, mm-hmm. that would be coming from the WordPress page. Mm-hmm. You don't have duplicate content that's exactly the same, right? There's some, uh, there's some SEO gurus yeah. who say that's a bad thing. Yeah, these guys are not even, they're not even doing show notes at all. And all they're doing is posting the file. But my thought was, if you post your file in the media uh, center of WordPress, and that's not actually going through a hosting platform, then when it comes to promulgation, it's it's really not getting out the same way that it would. Like if you took a Libsyn or a Blueberry, they've got servers all over that can just serve out the file yeah. locally. Yeah. And and the problem you run into there, because there are people like Jim self-hosts, the problem isn't the bandwidth or the storage. Because all these places now, the host gators and things like that, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage. It's the fact that you're serving websites are images and text. And so an actual web page is pretty small. And so when, you know, 300 people land on your website, uh, it's not a big deal. But when 300 people try to grab that MP3 file, which is now 46 megs, it's a a resource issue. So all of a sudden that box is like, (laughs) it it can't keep up. And that's where eventually, if you get popular enough, your your web host will go, "Uh, what's the deal going on over here? We need to put you on your own server if you're going to be doing that. But it's it happens. It doesn't happen to everybody. Um, and that's where, Jim, I don't know how uh, uh, Christian over at Maple Christian. Grove. Yeah, I don't know how he's handling that. But, uh, yeah. He's got plenty of bandwidth. Yeah. And plenty of horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of in summary that this is an overcomplicated problem uh, situation that I'm looking at. It's an overcomplicated picture. And to simplify it, we, you know, Dump the feed into Blueberry, shut the other one down, put all the files over there, stand up pod page. And these guys can continue. What I want to do is go into maybe links and just set up a menu link and then link that menu link to the pod page. So it'll be like MA source, you know, whatever slash podcast. And then that link would just link right over to the pod page page without getting into getting. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, Yeah, sounds reasonable. And all that. Just know for folks listening and maybe for you too, if you do decide to start over, right, make sure you go back to Apple and Spotify. Yeah. Let them know you've shut down that feed so that they can kind of dis, yeah. they can shut it down on their side too. Because yeah. you're going to create a new, if you create a new feed for the same podcast, they could potentially compete in search against each other. If you've got a brand new feed, uh, those, those, um, you know, it's a, a, a GUID that's created that's unique on either one of those sides. And so you don't want to compete against yourself. So you would want to log into Apple and say, hey, I've shut this. This podcast is shut down. So they'll remove it from their search. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of the wisdom that I was hoping to get from you guys is what are the things to look out for? Yeah. You know, we have if I look at my feed today and I just go out on all the different platforms and try to find it, it's fragmented. I have one serving up like 10 episodes and the last episode was May of 2021. And I've got another one serving up 16 episodes and that's the last one was November of 2022. And 
it's just not consistent. So I, I'm going to have to scrub the universe somehow. What else should I be thinking about when I, when I make this transition? Are there any other traps that I should be looking out for? Yeah. If when you use PowerPress for your feed, that is based on your domain. So like when I went from uh, musicians cooler to marketingmusician.com, I had to build marketingmusician.com first, redirect the feed. So for a while I had both because if I just closed down my website, my old one, I just closed down my podcast. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to have them going. This is again, if you're using your WordPress site for your feed, because if you just shut down your WordPress site, you just shut down your podcast. So you have to redirect it, leave it there for at least a month and then close it down. But if you're, you, that's why I use, um, you know, I use the Libsyn feed. I use the Captivate feed. I use the Blueberry feed. I'm using the the media host because I, and I granted, I don't own that and they could close and go out of business tomorrow. Well, they could, but they're not. So, you know, I'm not worried about that. Now, if it was a, if it was like Steve's house of hosting, yeah, I'm, I'm using podcast mirror feed burn or something so that in the event Steve takes a dive, uh, I can redirect my feed. But, uh, I, 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 it just, it complicates things when you use your WordPress or, or any, if you use your website for your feed, it makes it harder to move. Any thoughts about that original Podbean, Podbean 301 redirect? Should I just leave that where it is? Yep. Just leave it there. Make sure it's pointing at whatever you end up, wherever you land, go back and, and change that and whatever. So if, it, if, you know, Podbean was A, you have it redirecting to B. And now if you're going to C, you have to go back, make sure that A is looking at C and B is looking at C. And then there's a whole other mess with Apple that I don't want to, it's fine, but in theory, and this is what I hate about Apple. This We could spend an hour on this. Apple makes a copy of your feed. And we're still off to talk to Daniel about this. Daniel and I were talking about this. Speaking of the whole Google thing, next week, futureofpodcasting.net, we're diving into the whole Google and Android. But there's a weird thing where Apple makes a copy of your feed. And I still don't, there's a whole thing where if you redirect, like I said, it's a mess. I need to to do some more digging on that. But other than that, it's just the 301 redirects and the fact that not every app always uh, acknowledges those. So that's why I always tell people, be real careful moving from show to show to show to show to host. Because there's, you know, I had one guy once put in a redirect with a typo and it had been there for about two days. And I go, well, uh, I said you could go buy a domain with the typo and then try to recreate the feed because he just blasted them into nowhere. I said, other than that, um, you can't you can't redirect your redirect because that doesn't exist. So he was just blasting his audience into a black hole. So I always say, if you're when you're dealing with moving from media host, do not multitask. Turn off everything. Turn off your phone, and pay you know attention. Stand so. up, see. Leave B and A alone for about a month yeah. until C is promulgated yeah, and then go back and shut them down and make sure that A is redirecting to C. Yeah. And Podbean should have that redirect be permanent. Like I know what Libsyn for a while it was a weird thing where you had to pay to have us keep the redirect there. And finally somebody said, that's kind of a crappy way to, you know, leave. if people are leaving you, at least let them leave with a smile and not, don't give them another reason to hate you. And so in theory, any media host, when you put in a redirect, should just stay there. So 
Yeah. I feel very fortunate for coming on today's show. I'm looking in the chat room and you've got a powerhouse chat room going on there. I'm getting all kinds of good feedback. I just want to thank you guys for entertaining me. Say hi to everybody else out in the chat room and I'm going to punch out and let you guys get back to it. Thank you so much. Yep. We'll see you. Take care. All right. Bye. Some good advice there. And now it's funny because it's complicated. It is so complicated. That's that's the ultimate. It depends. Um, Interview chat. I'm laughing because I have lost the guest chat somewhere on oh. uh, like the, the thing with the scrolling thing. I have mm-hmm. lots of windows, scenes, program, preference, overlays, network cameras, main window, interview chat is at the bottom. Well, can, here we go. Comments as, and reactions. You, I found it. It's you're finding that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is definitely a right way to do this. Like it's, it's, uh, there are some things. It just kind of depends on, what you want your outcome to do and how much work you want to put into this, how much follow-up you want to do as well. Yeah. You know. Daniel brings us up. Um, since Apple podcast, iOS 14.5 and Daniel, this needs to be, it probably is an episode already on the audacity to podcast. People no longer get your podcast from your RSS feed. They, they, it's weird. Um, they now get it from your Apple listing so that if that listing goes away, uh, so this, what this comes into play, then you lose your audience on Apple Podcasts. So this is why you want to make sure not to have your show listed twice on Apple, because if you go in and hide that, that's not a redirect. And so people are going to be looking at, yeah, it's just a mess. I really wish Apple hadn't done that, but uh, it is what it is. But uh, tell you what, you know what? I'm always happy to talk about our awesome supporters. And today, of course, our show is brought to you by Depends. No, wait, that's not the right... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's got to be that's got to be a bad gig. You know what I mean? You're working as a model. Hey, we got you a gig. You're like, great. What's it for? Depends. Like, I don't really want to be the face of Depends. It's not age appropriate. I mean, that guy's not. No, he's never going to actually wear got, those. Yeah. He's, he's some old guy. He's not peeing his pants when he laughs. Come on. <laughs> um, all right. So actually, it's brought to you by. Hey, we're actually talking. Let me go back a couple pages here. Uh, there we go. Our awesome supporters. You can be awesome too. Uh, I was listening to, uh, Thomas Umstad Jr. On it's, uh, I know his website's author marketing. And he was talking about three or four new patrons. And I was like, how do I get three or four new patrons uh, a month? Well, uh, you go to ask the slash awesome and, uh, become an awesome supporter. It'll make you feel good. Now, you can also go to schoolofpodcasting.com where I've got courses, I got coaching, I got a really, really, really cool community um, and unlimited one on one consulting. So, check that out at schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash coach, I believe that'll save you on either your monthly or yearly subscription. And our awesome supporter of the week are the lovely ladies over at flamealivepod.com. Um, I'm not sure when the Olympics are coming up, what, like what year. I know there's always kind of things in between next year. Next next year. year. So their podcast is going to really pick up. I know um, the one gymnast that kind of came back from retirement is keeps doing things that nobody else does. Simone. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's crazy. Just watching her tumble and flip and fly and geez, amazing. But uh, if you're in the, to the Olympics, check them out. Flame alive pod. Uh, dot com. And I believe their website was done by one and only uh, Mark. I'm pretty sure on that. Uh, we were talking about PodPage earlier. If you want to try PodPage, check it out at trypodpage.com. 
Uh, and and the School of Podcasting might be moving to PodPage in 2024. I'm, I'm looking into that because I'm just, again, not a huge WordPress fan. If you want to see a WordPress site, go over to theaverageguy.tv. Uh, that's where Jim has Home Gadget Geeks. And then I guess if you go to what you said, if you go to homegadgetgeeks.com, that's your pod page. Pod site. page. Yeah. 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 There you yeah. go. So works well. Yeah. Two domains makes it easier to to do that. So awesome. And um, I, did, I hit the, I did hit the wrong button. Yes. We're on our way. Well, this is an old slide. We're on our way to 40. The last time I checked, I think we're at 33. So it would be great to have some more. And of course, when, uh, you know, when you come on board, we give you a big shout out and there's, you know, we release the pigeons, all sorts of a band. We write your name in the sky. It's all there. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. So I think we're I, missing fireworks. We need fireworks. Fireworks too. Sure. We could get those. Um, be good. I'm scrolling back through the chat because I turned it off. And so I want to make sure we didn't miss anything. Uh, I have one start here. Um here we go. One of my podcasts, did we talk about this earlier? Yes, the dynamic ad thing. So we mm-hmm. did that. Um, oh, I did not see this. Mike Russell is the guy from Music Radio Creative, and he's got a YouTube channel, and he's just a really nice guy. He was the guy who was so funny. When I, he, uh, when I was in London, we went out to dinner, and he took me to a pub. He goes, you are not allowed to get a hamburger. He's like, it's either bangers and mash or fish and chips. He goes, you're in an English pub you know, for the love of God, eat something English, would you? So I got fish and chips. So, and if you ever wonder, bangers, you need a Guinness. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, their beer is way different. Uh, When I, uh, Mark from Captivate took me and Chris Kermitzos to, uh, to a pub and both Chris and I are like, we're halfway through our beer. And I'm like, dude, like I can't feel my face. He's like, oh yeah, apparently there's a little, little higher alcohol level in the UK. You guys don't mess around with your beer. It's not Bud Light. It's not Bud Light. <laughs> um, but anyway, Mike Russell apparently has an AI video that he put out this week to show how to make a show with AI. So I will have to find that. Uh, this is from Jason Bryant from uh, Matt Talk Online. And uh, he says it piggybacks on what we were discussing last week. I also started to implement a version of it. So I'll have to... Uh, and it's a bummer because Jason can't put the link to the video in the chat because I think Google will block that. Right. Or something. Yeah. yeah in our, in, yes. In I'll our chat, they'll, so. they'll block it for sure. We, uh, one of the things I love using chat GPT for is I'll create a, a scent. I'll create a paragraph like mm-hmm. that. I want to use as my opening paragraph for the podcast, throw that into chat GPT and just say, make me five versions of this rewrite it five different ways or, Right, that I'm going to use this in the context of podcasting, or this is going to be a podcast promotion. Now, sometimes I've found using the term a podcast promotion, I get these cheesy little, you know, join us now for the most exciting, you know, kind of, and you're like, nah, that's that's not the way I would speak. Um, but you can throw that in there in and get versions of that of that paragraph. It'll just rewrite it for you, giving say in the voice of or. Uh, make it sound more business-like or make it sound more professional. And it just gives you some quick options on like, oh, yeah, how did, do I like it this way or do I like it that way? If you get stumped, and that's my worst, that's the thing I hate doing the most about show notes is that promo paragraph. It stops me dead in my tracks every time. So I'm, I'm trying to come up with some ways to kind of get past that. Titles are the same way. If you come up with a title, put that in. Now, 
sometimes uh, in ChatGPT, I'll be talking about, I'll feed ChatGPT some of the subjects that we talked about in the podcast. So it knows. And then say, give me some titles for this. And it'll give you one or two. You can say, give me five. You can say, give me 10. But you can kind of just keep having it generate until you get one that you like. And I think that's the power of the AI is it's very quick at, at just at generating things that you say, you know, uh, today in the, the episode I just released, I had it generate about 10 for me. And one of them just stood out. And I'm like, yes, hmm. that's the one I want. I grabbed it and put it in, right? Um, so the for me, the power in the creation is in the repetition of it. It can it will tirelessly just keep redoing it until it gets it right. Where if you know how to you know how editing is, Dave. Oh. After a while, I you know your brain just kind of blah. yeah, its brain never goes blah. <laughs> it just keeps cranking stuff out. So that's a that's a helpful. I think in ChatGPT, that's a helpful feature that you could use without necessarily having to be a prompt engineer or. Right. Uh, uh, um, by the way, I did Larry's job too. And he mentioned he was a BI analyst. Yeah. I had done that a lot of years ago when BI was first coming out. I did that. So I was like, Oh yeah. So it was, uh, it was cool to hear from him, but you don't have to be a, you don't have to be a prompt engineer to be able to do these things. And I think the most helpful advice that they gave last mm-hmm. week was if you're having trouble using chat GPT, ask it for help. Mm-hmm. It's really good at giving you help. Like, how could I make this better? It will tell you. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, The other thing that came out, and what's really weird is from, I don't know, 1015 to now, 1137, this has changed. Um, It's a website from Apple, and they're saying how, you know, be careful. And the original version of this uh, on, on the screen, so I'll explain this. They have artwork on the left. This is all about artwork specs. And if I were to boil this down, what Apple was saying, anything that's important, put it at the top of your artwork because the bottom about like the bottom 40% typically doesn't show it's and they had this example where it showed. And now the, whatever artwork they have on this just makes it look like everything shows, which is not the case. Let me scroll down a little further here, but in general, that was kind of, yeah, this is all about channels and blah, blah, blah. But they they had a different one. Yeah, these are all just showing that the artwork shows. That, oh, here it is. This is the one I was looking at. So here it, it's showing on the left, they show this artwork. So it's this, you have your full square, everything's there. And then on the right, they have the same artwork, but it shows what they call a safe space. And it is, you know, I, I don't know, top 70% of that is going to be fine, but because of the way it displays and they have this picture of a phone and they're going to put kind of, it looks like your first paragraph over your artwork with a listen button. And so that's one of those things where uh, if you want something, if you make something, uh, here we go. Uh, If you want something on your artwork to really be seen, like for me, I usually put the episode number in the bottom right-hand corner in Apple podcast that's not going to show up because they're putting this little summary with a play button, which is cool, but it's just one of those things. Now that's where you have to look at it and go, okay, but is that for all podcasts? No, it's just for Apple podcast. And for me, that's probably somewhere between 60 and 70% of my audience, but it's just something I was like, I remember Rob from Libsyn talking about this. He was saying the bottom 30%, it's just basically going to get covered with, 
your description the way it is. So I was like, well, that's different. So, um, but know. Daniel and Chris Nessie are saying just it's important. This is for episode art, yes. not top level podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, your your normal artwork for your show is is going to be uh, fine. And episode art is maddening. I, I just it's so, this. <laughs> I wish it had never been invented. Like it's another thing to do, you yeah. know. And we don't do it. We we don't. But I but. I just made a template in Canva. And I am very much of the good enough kind of mindset when I do this. It'll be like today, you know, it'll be like podcasting. It depends. And I'll probably have a picture of somebody going like, huh, or whatever, you know, and I'll be like, all right, good enough. That, that works, you know, and then I go in and I have one for the YouTube and I go resize this to 1400 by 1400, compress it down a bit. That's the one for the square and it's good enough. So uh, as long as it doesn't look like it was made in crayon, because there is that whole thing like, well, if they didn't spend any time on their artwork, um, then they probably didn't spend any time on their show. But that's if the artwork looks bad. Like on the future of podcasting, we don't have episodic artwork. We're like, nope, we're going to stick with the main one. And so it's not a mandatory thing. It, it makes you stand up maybe a little bit, but again, that might might catch their eye a little more. But I think if your title is good, that's going to catch their eye more than, oh, look, this artwork is yellow, where the other one was green. It's the same style. I, I don't know that's going to really draw in a ton of listeners. So I think they listen because someone tells them to listen. That's I, I, I think that's 99% it. of the time, it's somebody's like, hey, have you heard? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I heard the other day somebody talking about cereal. Yeah. Like in the wild, they're like, oh, yeah, this cereal, you know, this first, where was it? that first season is really, really good. And yeah. I, you know, I was like, you know, that was like 10 years ago. Right. I mean, but it, it's funny how that stuff holds on. That was the power of the word of mouth. And, and yeah. I, I just think, and, and listen, if you want to, you want to put fancy art in there and do a lot of stuff around it and worry about that. Yeah. You know, you're welcome to do it. It's yeah. there. It's available for you. If you want to make it happen, we know in the YouTube algorithm and some of those kinds of things, those thumbnails do kind of matter. We know that. There's some stats around it, blah, 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 blah. But I think most of the time, someone's saying, Dave, you got to listen to. And as soon as I say it in that tone, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm serious. I better go out and download that thing and listen to it. I, I, you got to get people talking about it from that from that perspective. The rest of it's just marketing. And that's fine. If you yeah. want to do it, if you want to do it that way, you can. Well, my brother, well, more importantly, my sister-in-law is like Disney is almost a cult in her family, right? And she said, I guess there's a new Haunted Mansion movie out. And they said the Muppets version was better. They're like, it was just not great. And then yeah. Um, yeah. the other very scary thing that I, I learned yesterday, we'll take a 10-second tangent. I have probably a 13- and 9-year-old great-niece. Neither one of them knew what the Muppets were. I go, what did you watch growing up? Didn't you watch Sesame Street? And they're like, what's Sesame Street? I'm like, what? It's crazy. No. Paw Patrol is what they know right That's now. That's it. Paw Patrol. That gigantically, um, and we'll see how long it lasts. Bluey was all the rage yeah. for, I have grandchildren. So ah. Bluey was all the rage for a while. Now you're like, hey, you want to watch Bluey? And they're like, who's Bluey? Like, why are you even mentioning that? <laughs> What's that? My, my granddaughter, she's three. She's got a Paw Patrol helmet that she wears that's oh. got the dog stuff on her head. And 
great marketing. I mean, incredible stuff that they have out there. But you know how I heard about those things? They told me about them. Yeah. Like I watched Bluey because my granddaughter said, you know, Grandpa Jim, you need to watch Bluey with me. Right. It was again, word of mouth. Well, and and, and speaking of good marketing, um, I got this this week, which is weird because I just read this book on the plane. It's called Listenable by Bert Weiss. It's a really good book. He breaks down podcasting into two things. It's content and delivery, but it didn't just come with a book. It came with these, a wireless pair of headphones. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Oh, but wait, there's more. They're branded. And I was like, that's pretty slick. And then it came with a note that said, hey, you know, I hope you like the book, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yada, yada, you know, feel free to tell people about it. And I was already telling you, it was funny. I said, I actually just mentioned you in a newsletter that I'd read the book and I really liked it, but uh, I've not heard back. That that would be the the slight, maybe it's been like two days, but I sent it to, because he has like a podcasting company and I sent it to that. So I need to go back and make sure I type the email right and things like that. But I just thought is in terms of marketing, I was like, well, that's pretty cool because you know, uh, uh, it's, you know, people listen to stuff, so get them something they can use to listen to stuff. So headphones, and they're actually not bad headphones. My problem is I have a giant noggin. My head is just huge. I cannot buy hats, nothing fits. And so headphones have to be really, really big. So, uh, we got another quick question coming in here from the Z man. And then we have a power rant. Um, how do you check for copyrighted music for podcasts? Plenty using original music. Is it a particular program used? Well, I use Shazam. If Shazam knows about it, uh, don't put it in your podcast. Um, Shazam is amazing. We I, Again, I was out to, to dinner last night with my great nieces and my brother, and they said, what's this song? And I was like, you guys don't know about Shazam? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, use it. In like four seconds, it's some country guy. Um, it's amazing. I think if you say that word one more time, you're going to turn into a superhero. That's So be careful. <laughs> be, care- be careful. But uh, be it, careful. It, it is time for one of these. And now it's time for a power rant. Of course, what does Dave love to? It's it's not Anchor anymore. It's now Spotify. But here's my thing. Um, somebody in Reddit today said, "Hey, I heard where you can get paid per listen with Spotify." I'm on Buzzsprout, and I was like, it just seems like. And to their credit, it's all their marketing. But everybody thinks Spotify is you know, the Holy grail, we seek the grail. Right. And I'm like, wait, you're on Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a built in premium podcasting thing. You can have donations. And when you're getting paid 0.0017 cents, if somebody gives you five bucks, do you know how many downloads you would have to have to make five bucks? So my point is not so much an anti Spotify rant, although yeah, it is. Um, because all of their tools, let's back that up. Most of their tools only work in Spotify. Uh, I think the only thing that doesn't work that works outside of Spotify is they have some sort of poll system that you can use. Um, but everything else is like their their subscriptions. Uh, uh, Very Spotify or uh, not subscriptions. Their trans uh, their translations. Oh, does it use the new RSS spec? Nope. Uh, their chapters. Does that use the RSS spec? Nope. Sorry. You know, so it's just, uh, but my, but the point, a bigger point here is make sure whoever you are using, like just go to their support and go, 
can you make sure I'm getting the most out of the platform? I get that occasionally at Libsyn and I'll go in. I'm like, Oh, I see where you've listed your show in Spotify and Apple. Do you see the other like nine places you can list your show? I had 6,000 downloads last year from things not named Apple and Spotify. You might want to do that. So I just, it just seems like, and again, credit to their marketing department. Everybody just thinks Spotify is the Holy grail when what you actually have in front of you might be better, but if you don't need time to learn it, then, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out on uh, some of the chocolatey goodness of your own stuff. So um, yeah. Uh, let's check out. Um, yep. Here we go. We have more. We, we, we've turned into kids TV here. My kids moved out of the house. Neither of them have time to watch TV. One watches social media. That's it. Remember I, I asked, uh, this is a while ago. Uh, and, um, you know, it used to be kids want to be firemen and, you know, astronauts and all that other stuff. And now they want to be YouTubers. And I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I want to be an influencer, man. That's it. I want, I want to be an influencer. Yeah. Uh, Todd the Gator. Don't ruin my influencing. <laughs> Todd the Gator said, uh, I had a buddy start a podcast on Spotify and they said he could post the show anywhere. You can. You have to dig for their RSS. That's the one thing I will say. I've heard multiple people say you have to ask for an RSS feed in Spotify. That is not my experience. It's there. You have to dig for it. But it's not like it's not in your dashboard and then they flip a switch and it's there. It's there. You just have to to go through it. And where you have places like Buzzsprout, Captivate, I I forget which one of those. I think it's Captivate. You go in and say, list my show. And it goes, and aside from Apple and Google, which makes you go to their website, it lists your show everywhere. Um, Lipson, it's it's add, approve, save, add, approve, save, add, approve, save. And you do that once and you're... You're done because Libsyn has different terms of services for like we've negotiated terms of services. So there's not one blanket one. Um, but he said he started on Spotify. They said they could post a show anywhere, but when he used music, he couldn't leave. Yeah. If, if you use, this is one of those again, not to, not that this is another power rant. When you see a Spotify uh, headline, because I remember the headline, you can now play music in podcasts. That was the headline. Always look for the asterisks. So the asterisks with Spotify on that one is yes, um, but they have to approve every episode. So you submit it and they go and look at it. And what they're doing is they're taking, you have to talk also about the show. So they have your talking part. And instead of like inserting an ad, they're inserting the tune. And then they play the other part where you talk. So it's just dynamically inserting music. But so they have to approve that. Then the only people that can listen are not people on a computer like me. Nope. Got to be on your phone and you have to be a paid subscriber. So it's one of those where it's like, Hey, you can, everybody can play pod music and podcast asterisk. So again, one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan of Spotify there, they, they need to be a little more transparent with some of their headlines. Well, they're paying the artist, right? I mean, yeah. that's the whole, that's, that's why they're charging for it. YouTube, by the way, you can upload an MP4, Take that, take your music, put it in a video file format, whatever, just throw it in a, it doesn't need to be anything. You're not going to publish this, throw it up to YouTube and run it through its processes and it'll, it'll check it for you. They're pretty, their algorithm is pretty good. I, I think I trust them more than, oh, I can't believe I used that word in Google in the same sentence. I think I would use them more often from a standpoint of uh, it being copyrighted material or not. 
uh, and it's an easy way to get it done. You'll know. And then they do a nice job of the copyright holder and some information about them. So you could contact them. Yeah. If you did want to use it, they have a process to do that right through YouTube. Um, so that's, that's another way. It's not bulletproof, but it's another way of, uh, of checking out your music. Yeah. Uh, I remember, Z-Man. I remember once, um, it was Eric and I on the podcast review show and we were reviewing it. So we used to play like the first like two or three minutes and we did, and we did it on video and submitted it to Spotify and our video got blocked because here the guy had used some sort of copyrighted music in his intro and we didn't know that. And we're like, Oh, oops, sorry. So here's a a fun question. And I thought, well, um, how would I watch a movie with my patrons? And the other thing I would say, here's another great marketing. Look, everybody, if you launch some sort of crowdfunding, people go, oh, so it's like a Patreon. Like they are the Kleenex of crowdfunding. Because I'm like, there are better options. I like Supercast. Um, But I want to do something like a movie club with my paid members. Has anyone done anything uh, like this? Uh, What format would it take? There's definitely one movie free on YouTube. We would watch together or we could have a group chat a week later. How do I include them? And so... The one I thought of, if it's free to watch, I mean, you could do a Zoom meeting, and then when you share your screen, be sure to check that mark that says share the audio. Um, Jim, do you know of any other way to, you know? On Zoom, it'll be a terrible, it, like, they don't, it, it, there is an optimized video feature in Zoom that right. makes it a little bit better, but it, it'll just be a terrible watching experience. Um, I think Amazon still has what they call a watch party where I think you can mm. invite people to it and it'll stream multiple. So check that out. I don't, I haven't, I haven't used it. I can't recommend it, I, but I, and I think they call it a watch party. Check, um, uh, check on the app that you use for video streaming that uh, Hulu or Disney yeah. plus or any of those. See if they offer anything. The drawback to those oftentimes is those people also have to be on that platform to do that. Obviously, right. You, you would, if it's going to do it on Hulu, you'd obviously have to have a subscription and somebody else would probably have to have a, not probably will have to have a subscription as well. So check those video feeds, see, or those video uh, hosting platforms to see. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge Discord person. I don't know if they have any kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they would. Like that. They have a video. They have video. I don't know if you can stream a. Uh, yeah, it's worth checking. Yeah, worth the, checking. The fun part's going to be the audio because I know with Zoom, like we use Zoom to um, at my church instead of YouTube because our bandwidth is horrendous at the at the building. Of which I I will have a report on this in a couple of weeks. I bought a basically a hockey puck Wi-Fi thing. And it's uh, supposed to be great. We'll find out. I've never heard of it, and it looked too good to be true. And I'm hoping that it's not too good to be true. We'll find out. But do you remember the brand? Do you remember the brand? Uh, Ro, Ro Roco Roy something with an R. Um, okay. But it was it was like well I've never heard of this, and I went to a couple different places, and that's that's a tough deal. Uh, but to finish my point, uh, music on Zoom is horrendous because it compresses the audio file. So much I could go. I need to go in. I guess say this is a music kind of thing, but a very small portion of my church service is actually music. We're primarily there for the the pastor dude. Um, so uh, that's where something like maybe a Discord or something might be better. But or YouTube. I just told him that's why I bought the 
the Wi-Fi. I'm like, we should just stream this to YouTube. And I said, and then what I will do is set the default to be private because we've got music in our, our uh, what you call it, would, would probably get blocked. A lot of times we're singing with a CD and I'm like, that that could cause a problem. So I'm like, I might stream to YouTube and then like the minute I hit stop, it goes private and I delete it or download it or something and edit it, something like that. So, Yeah, and technically some of that content is licensed against public performances and that could be seen as a public performance, what you're doing yeah. with the... With, with sharing that the, these streaming companies that have these watch parties have yeah. done some licensing magic with the, the right, the rights holders yeah. to be able to do that. Technically all they're doing is starting the movie for everybody on their own individual platform at the same time. Right. Everybody has rights to that, right? Some of those kinds of things, but that listen, churches were the number one offenders in this area of yeah. showing copyrighted content, not intended. I mean, if you show a movie clip, publicly on a big screen technically that's illegal yeah right? i mean from a licensing standpoint that those all those movies they're really really clear that not intended for public you know for public hey let's go in our parking lot and put up a big screen, screen. and show yeah. this thing yeah not without permission you're not yeah. you shouldn't now uh, i think the police going to show up and break up the movie <laughs> party probably not probably not that would be awesome. <laughs> All right, turn the movie off. You're you're turn the Disney movie off that you're playing. Yeah. Ooh, so don't do a Disney one. They they might have things embedded in it that, <laughs> that the Disney police may show up. Oh, up exactly. Mickey will show up. All right, buddy, up against the wall. <laughs> um so what I did this like that. that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um Gorsk. They're gonna it's the cops, Gorsk. Yeah. Uh anyway. Uh oh. I, I did this last week and it's it's weird because nobody's expecting it. And uh I was like, well, we could do this today. Jim, can you remember the last thing you watched, read, or listened to? Uh what are the three watched? Watch, read, or listen to. Uh, the last thing. Yeah. Uh, I've been this morning. Uh, would have been a YouTube video. Probably would have been uh, outdoors with the Morgans. Outdoor. And what was what what was what was going on? Do you remember? It's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a guy. It's this guy I watch on YouTube, and he just he's just recording himself doing his chores, like cutting wood and moving dirt, and like. Yeah, that kind of that that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mine was I'm watching the morning show on Apple, and yeah. uh, the first season was great, and so far the second season is so into intertwined with social commentary. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say something without saying the word woke, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like I really just want to be entertained. I don't want to be like I don't want mm, yeah. So, I'm, but here's the thing, bringing this back to podcasting the power of content you can't get anyplace else. I just dropped Hulu. Like I'm doing a thing there. I have one streaming service. So I was like, Hey, I've watched everything. Murder with the building is done on Hulu. I'm going to go over and check out Jennifer Aniston on Apple TV. And I'm thinking I'm going to drop Apple TV because, uh, did you ever watch moonlighting back in the late? 80s? Oh yeah. Moonlighting has Love not it. been available streaming anywhere ever. Like you can find clips on YouTube, but it's not been anywhere. I don't know why. 
but it's now on Hulu, and that is a show I will binge like nobody's business because it's Bruce Willis before he was Bruce Willis. Super sarcastic, great chemistry between him and Sybil Shepard because she wasn't really acting that she hated him because those two did not get along. Um, and I was like, you know what? I will pay whatever it is, 16 bucks for Hulu to to watch some Moonlighting. So when you have information you can't get anyplace else, people might actually you know go to Spotify to to see it um that didn't work for spotify but it's going to work for hulu for me you're going to get my 16 bucks um but uh what was what was the show with pierce brosnet that before he was uh, real before, famous um, um yeah because that's another one in that era that was really that was really good what good, was that we'll have to wait 15 seconds for the the chat room for to the catch the it chat room, oh, the first one prize for the first one who i can see him because he had that hair that you could like cut a watermelon with it was super sharp was, yeah um yeah that was a good one yeah that's good one anyways yeah, yeah that era love those love those shows that era that was a that was moonlighting was a good one but that listen that's also the era that gave us cheers yep right and and so you know you just just the gold i think the golden age of tv you know, re, before reality, Remington Steel. Remington Steel. There you go. Tell him what he's win. Okay. Um, uh, golden era of TV. Well, here's here's the fun thing. Uh, another lesson in content. I fell into Ally McBeal. This was a show in the '90s. I thought, and I was laughing because man, you could not do that show today. Um, they talked about some sensitive topics, and there's five seasons, and both on Hulu. And Amazon. So I, I bailed out of Hulu. I'm like, oh, good. It's available on Amazon. Both of them had two seasons. And I was like, where's, where's, and they show five seasons. You just have to, to like buy them or something. They were just like, it's not available. And I'm like, cause the fourth and fifth season, that was Robert Downey Jr. Better known as Iron Man. That was his comeback. He had been doing all sorts of drugs and it was really good. And I was like, oh, I, I remember this. I'm going to watch it. And then they got me all hot and bothered and just left me there. And I was like, thank you, Amazon. And Hulu, so that's what we've been watching and um, fun-filled yeah, lessons. There you go. There you go. Maybe, maybe we should have a segment in our show, what we're watching. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up on uh, TheAverageGuy.tv? Dave McCabe, a longtime host of Home Server Show, the guy who got me podcasting 13 years ago, uh, uh, joined me. He uh, just bought a new 3D printer. And let me tell you, 3D printers are not what they used to be. They're yeah. also not as cheap as they used to be. Yeah. But spend some time. He, he's also, he has a CNC machine as a woodworker. So he's combining some of the things that he's doing with his 3D printer with what he's doing with the CNC. Just a kind of a fascinating show and the stuff he's building. So I just posted it right before this show came out. HomeGadgetGeeks.com. There you go. And on the School of Podcasting, if you didn't hear episode 900, you should. It got, I really thought I was going to upset people because I interviewed Jesus Christ uh, to talk about marketing. I saw that. <laughs> and I, saw. I really thought I'd push some buttons and everybody's like, I one person's like, that was absolutely brilliant. So uh, check that out. And this week's, I'm going to do um, Davisms. This was an idea that was given to me, and I was like, you know what? So it's going to end up being kind of Dave's greatest hits, but it'll be a fun way to hit a lot of basic podcasting advice uh, with, uh, you know, things like it's not the tech, and um, you know, you're. Wait, did you have a Jesus voice? Did you do I a did. Jesus voice? I did a Jesus voice, and I, I, I gotta listen now. I gotta listen. It, I was thinking of Ned Flanders. Hey, did we do? So this was kind. Of, Jesus was way up here, and it was you funny because. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I was gonna you do. I was gonna do the. Hey, what do you want? You know, I was. I was gonna do the. Oh, you know. 
and I was going to have like a bad Jewish, you know, do the whole Jew thing and what do what, what oh, do, the kick it. And I was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> so I Don't was I was pushed and I went for a Ned Flanders. So we'll see right. you next week with another fun-filled episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Like and subscribe. If you're listening, follow. so weird that it goes black. Come back to me. And we're back. That's so weird. Can you see me while it's doing that? Okay. Because I see I have a screen here that says interview. And I was like, oh, okay. I do like the fact it says edit into script. That's kind of fun. I got to do that. I got I to gotta redo. I should... Maybe maybe next week's episode I need to drop in a descript and, and see play. how far they've come yeah. along. I haven't yeah, I haven't looked. I haven't looked in a while. Um It was a fun show. Yeah, that was fun. No, it's it's always it's always good to be back. Yeah. So always good to be back. Yesterday uh, it took me four days to recover from moving my mother in law. I <sighs> did something to my back in oh. the sciatic nerve was just screaming. And uh, I was fine while I was there, but my but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I, it hurt bad. Yeah, and uh, and it was just I'm just getting old. Yeah. That's it. I have a, a thing there where I'm trying to lift weights to just yeah. keep keep the muscle I have, you know. And I have to be. I, I I've learned I have to like go right. I'm not trying to like go till I can't do anymore. Like even though that would build yeah. muscle, but I'm trying to. Like I want it to strain and then it's great. Cause like within like 15 hours, 20 hours, I'm like, okay, I feel like a ballpark Frank. I'm a little plump, but I'm not like going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And or uh, not able to move. Yeah. <laughs> or or it. it's waking I, you up at I, night, moving your I, arm and you're like, ah! I can't shampoo my hair. I can't lift my arms that high. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, and yes. so, but yeah, moving is, I saw where Tim uh, had said he was moving today. So he was not going to be as active in the chat room or whatever. Yeah, it's, I hate moving. We it we got really fortunate. We went down Friday night. And so Saturday morning got up. I slept 11 hours Friday night. It was great. We went to bed. I went to bed early. Yeah. Got up at like seven or eight. It was awesome. Yeah. So that by itself was worth it. But then we got over there about nine. And I think we spent maybe three hours packing her up. We had some help doing it and then hauled it over and had it all moved in by three. Wow. And uh I yeah, and it's you know, it's just her. So it wasn't it wasn't a ton of stuff. It wasn't organized, so we had to pack it up and right. all those kinds of things. But yeah, that's and then and really yeah. she's got the hard job. Like, did you guys unpack and put away? Uh some. Yeah. Most of that we, we had a team coming on Sunday. Okay. who was going to do some of that stuff. So yeah, I would have lost my mind if we drove back Saturday night. So we came what did we do? We, I guess we went back to their place. Had, did we have dinner? No, we bought dinner on the way home. 